Welcome to the Creative Industries Podcast. Join us as we explore the ways in which education is changing and help to prepare people for the world of work within the creative industries in Wales. In these podcasts, we at Screen Alliance Wales, along with our partners at the University of South Wales, will talk to people already working in the industry and educators already adapting to the new curriculum to help inspire the next generation to meet the needs of one of the fastest growing economic sectors in Wales. Uh, hello and welcome to another episode of Kipcast, the Creative Industries podcast. Um, there is no Steve this week, so it's me, Sam from Screenlines Wales, uh, and this week I'm joined by Danny from Real SFX. So welcome, Danny. How are you doing? You okay? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Lovely stuff. Uh, so if you could just tell me sort of a bit about what it is you do. Okay, so uh, my name's Danny and I run a, a company called Real SFX. Now, what that means is that I am a special effects supervisor that works uh, in film and television. And I provide, shall we say, all the cool stuff that you see in film. Uh, all the explosions, the fires, the, the bullet hit type effects, the... Uh, atmospherics, um, snow, wind, rain, mm. uh, but it's all done practically for real. So I'm not, um, I don't use the computer. Uh, I actually go out there and, and create those real fires and create those big explosions that you see on big motion picture films and TV shows, but it's all done safely and controlled, I should just say. <laughs> That's good to hear. Um, I guess there is that thing, uh, sort of, it, it's good to hear the difference between sort of SFX and VFX. Because yeah. I know that sometimes they sort of get confused, um, yes. the departments. It, we're similar in, in, in many ways in the sense that on the creative side of things, trying to achieve a certain effect, um, however, completely different disciplines. So uh, one is um, a computer generated imagery, which is obviously somebody behind a computer and digitizing everything and, and stuff. And, and then there's what I do, which is going out to the location and creating those effects for real. So. Um, completely different disciplines, but we do come under the same umbrella. And really, I have this banter with visual effects when it comes to creating these type of things. You know, there's a lot of things where I'm like, well, I can do that. And, and computers are like, well, we'll do that in post. And I'm mm. like, don't do that. I want to do it for real. And But we basically coexist and we work together to, to, to create um, something that's quite special and unique. And I think um, technology with visual effects particularly has got to a point now where you don't know what's real and what's not. And I think that's when it really, really works, when you don't know if it's if it was done for real or not. You know? mm. Would you say there's sort of like more of a dimensionality to re like the, the real effects that are sort of employed in the film and TV industry compared to the digitised ones? Or would you say yeah. they sort of, as you say, as, as technology gets so better, would you say they complement each other rather than compete sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of it's to do with budget, but I think, um, you know, there's certain things I, I can't do uh, and there's certain things that visual effects can't do either. And, and, and essentially what it what really works is when we work together to create something really special. So we, we have to use both our disciplines together and, and we put it, put it together. And, and for me, like the real achievement is for the audience to know that, oh my God, how did they do that? You know, mm. uh, did they do that for real? Or was it done for a computer? And I think that the big, the best compliment for me was, would be, oh, they must've done it for in computer, but no, we actually did blow up that building or yes, we did actually blow up that stage with the actor. Um, so, you know, w we work together, you know? Mm. 
Yeah, it sounds like a really sort of fascinating, uh, fascinating department. Um, could you tell us specifically more about the skills that you employ in your work? Yeah, so um, I, on a personal level, uh, it's taken me nearly 20 or so years to get to where I am right now. And I, I guess for me, I should explain my my training and then how I employ that same thing at my work. So for me, I started off as an apprentice working for another special effects company in London. And then I quickly um, worked through the ranks uh, as part of a skill program. Actually, I used to work um, as part of a, another thing called program called skill set. And I did um, uh, I, I studied and learned engineering uh, as part of my um, training ship. Uh, so I worked on set and then I also worked, um, went to college to learn engineering. So I studied mechanical electrical engineering. Um, I did a GMBQ in mechanical electrical engineering and then I fast went on to do a HNC uh, in mechanics and engineering. And essentially um, I'm an engineer um, and what we do is we manipulate engineering and, and we, mm. we use those type of skill base in what we do in special effects. And really at Real SFX, we tend to do many different disciplines. So again, engineering is one of the big parts of what we do. But in, aside from that, we have um, training in, or we, we, we provide effects uh, in the form of prosthetics. We do uh, hyper real bodies. Um, so like if we need a dummy that looks like a dead person, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, applications, uh, we also do soft props. So again, skill bases is, is, is um, you know, model making, uh, replications, mold making, that type of thing. So if you want to smack someone around the back of the head with a with a fire extinguisher, obviously we don't do that for real. <laughs> we make a soft version of a, an existing real thing. Uh, so we do that in-house. So again, that's another skill base. In addition to that, a large part of what we do is coordinating and uh, getting the guys to where they need to get to. Uh, If you Mm. can appreciate that some of my projects are not just in Wales, uh, in London, Manchester, and we've just got back from working in Greece. Uh, We're going to be going to Paris. We've worked in Australia. We've worked in the Middle East. You know, we work all over. So logistics, again, that's a huge skill base that we use uh, with the guys in the office. So... We, we cover the, the a very broad spectrum here at Real SFX. Um, and, and essentially being a special effects person, we very qualified in uh, many different disciplines from plumbing, electronics, pneumatics, hydraulics, electronics, many, many different skill base, you know. Mm. And, and one of the things that I'm very proud of um, is we, we have done, taken people and we've sort of, um, we've upskilled or we've done people that don't necessarily work or have experience in that type of, of work-related um, sectors. And we've retrained them based mm. on attitude, um, based on willing to work and willing to sort of change their career. And you know, we've had guys come in who were car salesmen who are now doing very, very well uh, working for me on set. You know, mm. it's taken a number of years to get to, to where they are, but they've put the work in and they've retrained and, and we, we they work all over now. I think that's really positive to hear that, you know, these transferable skills from different areas of work have sort of come together, especially in industry like yours, that is sort of it marries together sort of the manual aspects and the creative aspects so like you sort of say it's the art department and it's also but it's also the sort of engineering you know it's plumbing it's it's these types of things yeah um so just from sort of like a a a, an education perspective what would you like to see taught in schools um for from for the industry 
um, in schools, it's very broad, isn't it? It's quite restrictive in the sense that this is what you, maths, English, science, and you know, it, it, it's very that. I think for me, um, my son is 16 years old. He's going through GCSEs and he's having mm -hmm. to choose his um, what he wants to do. And, and I sat down with his career advisor and we talked about what he could do on the next level. And I think there needs to be a bit more education of what we do as an industry, um, especially, um, particularly in filmmaking. Filmmaking uh, is one of the fastest growing sectors, if not the fastest growing sectors in the UK right now. And we are the leading um, filmmakers in, in, in the world, arguably, uh, I would say, um, you know, we have the best directors, the best producers, the best special effects people, obviously, mm -hmm. um, camera technicians. And what there isn't there is an education system that that allows people to go out there and, and say, well, look, this is what a producer does. This is what a uh, makeup person does. And all of a sudden um, they're getting they're not getting the education to say, well, you know, this is what you could do. And, and, and really filmmaking, there's so many technicians and creative people that it, it employs such a wide variety of skill bases. And I think, you know, it, it can, it's not all about being an actor or being a director mm. or a producer. That's quite limited. There is so many disciplines that can be learned. Uh, and and technologies that can be um, worked with um, mm. in film, and I think I think generally just educating young people what can be done, you know, what can what careers you could possibly go into, you know. Mm. I mean, I guess uh, because obviously in, in this podcast we talk about the um, the new curriculum in Wales, and we talk about the sort of the creative industries, and I guess that sort of that as a very um, an umbrella term, the creative industries, yeah. it sort of alludes to a very specific area. Um, whereas I guess what you're saying is that it should be the creative industries encompasses a, a, a lot more departments, a lot more areas than is actually including things like practical, you know, manual practical work rather yeah. than just like you say, being an actor or being a screenwriter or. Yes. I mean, I think, I think generally um, people are a bit afraid of being a freelancer, particularly if you're training um, it, 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 there's that kind of thing that if you work uh, full time, it's better than being a freelancer. And I think you can't be too scared. You can't limit yourself and say, well, I don't want to be a freelancer because I'm too scared where I'm going to be working next week. Currently in the UK, the film industry is absolutely growing. It's just, it's, it's huge. It's blowing up uh, with all these online platforms such as Netflix, Amazon. Content is being cried out. You know, they're absolutely screaming to do more and more content. And, and for that brings more and more opportunity and it brings more and more jobs coming into the creative sector and as I've said before it's not don't limit yourself in just becoming a director or a producer you know you can be uh, a grip that's building particular uh, motion controlled uh, systems or um, you can uh, work in prosthetics or you can be um, working costume and start making specific type of costumes as well I mean it, it really is a wonderful um uh industry to work in in terms of variety um mm. and opportunity yeah i think that's especially true in wales <laughs> like i know obviously you sort of united kingdom as a whole but specifically for wales it is such a booming industry and even in the last yeah. sort of 10 15 years it really has kind of exploded in, yeah. in, in a sense 
I mean, to give it to give it um, uh, into perspective, I'm from England. I came down here to set up and work on Doctor Who uh, the first time back in 2004, 2005. And I haven't left. You know, mm. I came down here and, and, and worked. The industry in Wales is absolutely uh, booming. Uh, and it's a real flagship for the world in terms of starting up a complete industry in a complete, you know, and, and, and giving the tools and um, making an opportunity. People in Wales and uh, go to London to go and work or, or go to, to, to different parts of the UK. But now Wales is, um, is one of the leading areas for mil- filmmaking. And that enabled me to, when I came here, I saw an opportunity here to set up real SFX. Um, mm. I, I set up real SFX uh, when Matt Smith became Doctor Who. I was involved in Doctor Who prior to that, but I took over from for, and ran Doctor Who with Matt Smith. And since then, we've we've been sort of the poster company to celebrate Welsh industry because since then we've gone on and become this huge company that uh, that supplies not only for Wales but for all over the world. Mm. And one of my pr- proudest achievements is coming through the training program my own apprentices and we're now sending those apprentices to work on productions in wales and all over the world so it's all come from working in wales and setting up and and celebrating what a fantastic industry it is here Mm. i think that's a that's a really sort of important message i think um because i i myself i'm also from england and i relocated to wales in 2020 and yeah. um, ironically, inspired by Doctor Who, <laughs> um, yeah, well, I was a, yeah. I was I was a fan <laughs> when I was ten. I was ten when it came back, and and it yeah. was that the sort of planted the seed that wanted me to to move to Cardiff. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, just sort of linking that in, what would you what would you like to see developed in the next generation? So the people who are at school now, people at universities, colleges now. I think people like myself, uh, business owners that work in the creative sector, uh, but also individuals who are very successful uh, as freelancers, they need to start giving back and start inviting um, some some of the next generation and, and inspiring some of these younger uh, people to, to, to really sort of educate and show what can be done. I think it's great that uh, the new generation coming through start looking at the creative sector. They need influence. They need sort of going, well, this is what you can be doing. And, you know, however, there has to be a sense of realism there as well. You can't just step on set and you can't just get success straight away. You have to be prepared to to work hard. Mm. Um, It's taken me a number of years to not only um, get into special effects, but start a business and you know, it took me a number of years. And I think we live in a social media world where um, we see everything coming to you in five minutes. It doesn't mm. work. I think you have to have some old fashioned values, which is work hard. Don't give up. I mean, it's a bit of a cliche to say you are going to get shouted at. You know, there are times when you can think I don't want to go in today because I don't like that person. But at the end of the day, you've got to grit your teeth and get through it. But ultimately, you will get to where you want to. And opportunity will come your way. Particularly, it's very varied when you work in film. You know, you're not really in the same place every day. You get to travel. You get to meet new people. And ultimately, there are times when you don't get on with other people. But you will find your way. But I think it's important for, say, my generation to start giving back and start bringing those people through. Um, but it's also important for the new generation to have those values where it's like, okay, I've got to pull my socks up and I, I've got to really work hard. So in terms of the education system, it'd be great to sort of, and I think this is what's so great with Screen Alliance and 
and basically is 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 giving that kind of bridge between newcomers and mm. people like myself that have already established themselves in the industry and saying well look you know this is real sfx this is what they do are you interested and you know and it helps me as well you know because we're ultimately looking for for new people all the time we're getting new projects coming in daily at the moment so we're always looking for new people and people are willing to to, to get involved yeah i think just from a sort of like a screen arts wells point of view i think Obviously, I say this in the podcast every time, but I think, um, you know, we do try and show that the industry is an open industry. You know, we try to show that there are many, many roles available, m- m- more roles than I think anybody really realizes how vast the industry is. You know, it's a huge beast. <laughs> it's huge. And it has yeah. it has loads of different departments and everything. But yeah, I think I think that's a I think that's a very, very important message. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, look, you know, I, like I said, I started back in the uh, late 90s and it was like a cameraman, sound man uh, or person, should I say. Um, <laughs> and it was very sort of, um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't very varied. Um, I actually fell into learning about special effects because I I watched the behind the scenes look at Terminator 2 and there was a guy blowing up stuff. And and it was before the Internet and um, it was a VHS video and, and it kind of inspired me. And since that day of watching that, it, it, it basically gave me the, the the drive to go, you know what, like, there's a guy that does blowing up buildings, it's really interesting, but also, you know, it's, everyone's got their own interests, it might be, as I said, fashion, it might be makeup, or it might be uh, controlling a certain type, you know, machinery or something like that. All of these skills can be applied into the creative sector. Mm-hmm. And I think with Green Alliance, obviously that channels that kind of interest into certain areas. And um, and I think that's what it is. And, and ultimately you, you don't go into one thing and go, this, this is exactly what I want to do, I want to stay at it. I think it's important to get a broad look at the industry and go, do you know what? I've done this, that, and that. Perhaps I didn't quite like that, but I really like that. And I, I think it's important that you need to experience what those things are. And like you said before about um, sort of transferable skills, you know, there might be people who have, you know, maybe they haven't come through an education route. Maybe they have worked in in retail or in hospitality and they might not have, might not think that this industry is for them because they haven't come through that route and not realizing that these transferable skills, working with customers, you know, remembering orders, these types of things could be utilized in, a, in this sector. Well, let's just look at COVID, for instance. Uh, so COVID, everyone has completely affected everyone hasn't it across the board uh the creative industry all of my work shut down on one friday i call it black friday mm. and we didn't work a number of months however we slowly came back to work we started working on some small productions and then we got back into we managed to find a way particularly in filmmaking however the point i'm trying to make is that the um event industry took a lot longer to get back up and running so therefore i did a thing called step across which is bringing people from the event industry and coming to work with me in the film industry. And there was a lot of transferable skills. And I benefited as a company with some of those guys that came across. And it was fantastic. You know, the the work ethic um, was exactly the same. Health and safety was very, very much the same. The transferable skills, everything was great. And that none of them, a lot of them had never worked in film before. And all of a sudden, it was very similar to them. And so we basically took it uh, as, a, as a wonderful advantage to take these people and give them a full-time job in a very, very dark time. I think that's a, I think that's a really uh, interesting, 
interesting scheme. I think that I think that is something that hopefully with more schemes like this, I, I, I reckon would probably be more popular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, another thing that I also champion is is upskilling, which is what I touched on earlier. So anyone who uh, maybe from the older generation who feels that they have always had a burning desire to do work in film, but don't quite know how to, to apply that, but they have skill base in engineering and welding, or they might be a driver or something like that. They again have all transferable skills that they may not even re- might not even think that works. So, mm. um, you know, I'm an employer primarily. I look for people that are keen to work, who have, as I said, old-fashioned values like uh, are keen to get involved, work all hours. You know, it can be very tough when you're working four o'clock in the morning on a night shoot doing rain. You know, it it it, it requires a certain type of person, man or woman. You know, so there are probably a lot of people out there not thinking that hang on a minute do you think I could really do that yeah you can you know if you've if you've managed to have a relevant skill base or you've done you know something that, that can be applied into the film industry why not you could do if not for me but for for other people like me but in different creative um, departments well um hopefully the new curriculum in Wales um should sort of get this message spread across from a very very early age and then yeah. you know hopefully sort of go through generationally yeah, I mean, it's a really exciting time for the for the UK and for Wales in terms of filmmaking, as I said, with the streaming platform. And people say, you know, oh, the bubble will burst one day. I don't think it will. I really don't. I think that the industry has managed to come through COVID. And, and what have we all been doing with COVID? We've all been watching television, haven't we? Mm. So, you know, um, I think the industry is going to here to stay for a number of years, you know, so very exciting times. Very exciting. Well, I think that's a really good point to end on, actually. I think that was really nice. So uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Danny. No worries. Thanks very much. Good to see you.